What's poppin' and welcome to Popcorn, your stop for all things pop. I'm here as your host, Cholo Sediaran, and here with me is, he's back, the Twitter master of all pop culture, Emil Hoffelena. Hello. Welcome back, Emil. It's another Hello. movie episode today, yes, so it's really exciting. Yeah. And before that, I'd like to say that it's the 10th episode of Yay, Popcorn, like the main Popcorn 10. at least. Yes. And I'm really happy to lay to lay lang tayo dito. Okay. So, happy 10th episode, Aww. main episode. <laughs> we have like eight mini-sodes aside from the okay. yeah. main show. But aside from that, I'm also really happy to announce that we've been featured on Apple Podcasts as a new and noteworthy Woo! podcast in the Philippines. So, thank you That's so much you. to everyone listening through the podcast on Apple Podcasts for rating us and listening to us. So Spotify naman yung next. Sana <laughs> ma-chart na rin tayo dun. Fingers crossed. Yes. So aside from that, uh, Popcorn is now on Facebook. Uh, we have a social media hub trying to bring all the pop culture news. We haven't had that before. So now we're evolving like a Pokemon. <laughs> so please do like what? the Facebook page. <laughs> that's Popcorn with Cholo okay. And aside from all of our social media accounts, that's at Popcorn with Cholo. At Popcorn Cholo on Twitter and Instagram as well. So quick recap. Last time we had a Stranger Things main episode which got lost in, in the, the airwaves. The files, and we had yeah. to redo it. But we're back and hopefully everything works perfectly Hope that this the, time around. The ghosts are okay. With the ghosts are okay. And we also had a mini-sode na Spider-Man Far From Home. And a quote-unquote mm-hmm. mini-sode na uh, was this... Marvel SECC news because it's a lot So go and listen to those on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, YouTube, and wherever podcasts are streamed. But here today we have a very, very special guest. Um, yes. They're studio guests for now while we have our first <laughs> segment. But we have the cast and crew of Annie the Harvest Woo. from Cinemalaya 2019. Yeah. Woo. So they'll be later on on the show. But first we have our... Popcorn of the week, our pop culture kernels of the week, and our reactions. That's a yes, right. a sax, a sad, or a pass. So, parang every time I'm here, dumadami yung dumadami na yung ano, dumadami na yung okay. answers. Okay. So first, we have a lot of Pinoy showbiz news. Okay. So una una, Yang Constantino and mm. her doctor shaming vlog. So just a quick recap: Yang's husband Yan Asuncion had some head trauma after jumping into the water in Shargao and Yang posted like a 30 minute vlog talking about that experience and at the same time shaming a doctor like saying her actual name and because in a sister and she wasn't satisfied with mm-hmm. that whole thing so about the issue what is your take on it I Emil? mean I feel like at, at this time that we're recording this like the issue has sort of been Resolved mm-hmm. in the sense that she's apologized, so and she's taken down the vlog. Yeah, well. so like me personally, I don't really want to bring so much attention to it anymore. Although, like as as a lot of people say, like the best apology is a corrected behavior. It's uh-huh. not it's not enough, obviously, for anyone, especially a celebrity with as much influence as yeah. her, to just sort of end with a sorry. Like there has to be sort of a follow through in the man. Exactly. But at the same time, like if. You know, because I feel like we get so much news about celebrities mm-hmm. saying things that are a little more like irresponsible. Maybe yeah. I think um, I'm I'm willing enough, naman, to be 
forgiving and to yeah. be like nicer than a lot of people on yeah. the internet uh, because I feel like even now when Yang shares like news about like her gigs and stuff like that she's still getting hate and for me it's just sort of like calm down well it's like, the internet yeah I know but yeah so in terms of like how I would respond to it like I'm not <laughs> trying to interpret these since this is the first time seeing them. I guess as a sad. It's a sad for me also. Okay. I mean, I've I watched the whole 13 minute. Oh, video no, I know. I I didn't even touch it. We were watching it to office, oh and God. I was like, "This is problematic." But yeah, she's I mean, kind. I'm she is as a celebrity, not really used to what other people in the world. Well, yeah, which is which is super unfortunate to. that she's not used to it. But. Yes, but yun nga, it's a sad for me as well because this is more than Yang Constantino is an issue of public health yeah, in the yeah, Philippines because the very reason na walang assistance na kasing yeah. ganda in like a first world or celebrity treatment is because the public health system still has a lot to improve on and mm-hmm. hopefully she becomes an advocate for yeah, that, no, that would be, after experiencing that that would be a good sort of follow through like, and mukhang okay naman na si Yan Asuncion yeah, so, I mean that should be like the main concern guys. Yeah. like is he okay so yeah so it's a sad for I guess yeah, yeah. the health yeah. in this country <laughs> <laughs> okay okay but you know hopefully Yan Constantino learns from this and she said she did in her yeah. apology saying that whatever concerns should have been coursed through the proper forum and she apologizes again to the medical staff that she has hurt. Mm-hmm. Okay, next, on to more showbiz news. <sighs> Daming showbiz ngayon. Um, another oh, hot topic na tinabunan yung Yang Constantino topic oh, is the Bea Alonso slash Gerald Anderson slash Julia Barreto slash Joshua Garcia slash everyone else in ABS-CBN. Oh, <laughs> it's the issue... Of the week, if you can call it <laughs> of, an issue. Of the month. Well, ang nangyadang naman is a photo surfaced of um, Julia Barreto and Gerald Anderson, who starred together in the Black Sheep movie Between, between Maybes. Yeah. And of course, that sparked a lot of rumors. And Bea Alonso, who was an ex of, is an ex of Gerald, parang posted the cryptic message on Instagram saying, <laughs> parang, don't do it again. Parang, yeah. Something like that. And then, you know, everyone just butted in and it was the number one trending topic over Sona. Amazing. Even the next day. Good job, So, si Joshua Garcia then, who's the Josh Leah love team, yes. part of the Josh Leah love team, also posted some cryptic, crypt, cryptic, cryptic <laughs> messages on his Instagram stories. So, even Gretchen Barreto went in and supported Bea Alonso. And then, si Marjorie Barreto, who's the mom of Julia, of course, said that they will sue whoever will be who posted that photo because they're saying that that photo was cropped down mm. from a group photo na there are a bunch of them walking and they just cropped Julia and Jerry. <laughs> this Gerald. is like a giant reality show to me it like is. this whole situation Showbiz sounds is. like yeah it is I mean this could have gone well for the movie if they did that <laughs> during the movie promotions <laughs> <laughs> they should have controversy earlier so I mean it's a sax because it's sad lang how people are like feasting over this yeah. personal matter and even grab had that really misogynist oh, yeah. uh, post so which they took down the also and they also put but like before, that was kind of like yeah of course profiting off of kasi ang daming memes na lumabas at sinlumabas sa lahat of ng movie ni Bea ni Maha ni Sarah ni oh yeah yeah, yeah yeah everything yeah what do I think about that uh, <laughs> no I, I'm just really averse to 
celebrity gossip in general. Yeah. Um, no matter if it's local or international. Um, of course, like with regard to the idea of was there like cheating going on stuff like that. Of course, like we n- we don't know. Yeah, and we don't want to condone that sort of behavior. And like me saying, I don't want to, I don't quote unquote care about it. Doesn't mean I don't condone it. But it doesn't mean it doesn't mean I condone it. But like I don't know. I I feel like God. I have no idea what rating. What sort of rating to give it? <laughs> um, because it's so beyond sort of my my radar of interests. Yeah, I mean it's obviously in my radar. It's impossible yeah, to ignore. Yeah. But at the same time, like I hope that, it, like just like with the Yang Consentina thing, I feel like it's it should like the best way for this story to fizzle out is if it ends up being like a springboard to something else, whether or not how celebrities are yeah. followed online, how they're talked about, and also like I guess the issue of when when the possibility of of cheating came up like most of the blame went on to julia, to julia. predictably it goes to the woman but of course like Hi. hopefully it can lead to some sort of discourse about how we talk about these these kinds of things so yeah and how we treat women yes of course and how people shouldn't really be yeah. and how <laughs> feeling a major controversial opinion but how the the whole love team formula can kind of go crazy also and oh it's sort of been tried implode, and tested by on itself. yeah exactly sure. i mean if if julia wasn't really in a love team with um joshua, joshua before i feel like this would be less of an issue and also the whole bea gerald thing but i don't know anyway that's more words than i than i <laughs> normally would care to well i just wanted use. to bring it up because yeah no, no, of course you know, it's, it's, it's a impossible trending to avoid. topic it's number one trending number one here, trending so. okay next madam medyo marami to so let's oh, try no, to worry. let's try to keep it brief sige, sige. so we have a lot of news from san diego comic con 2019 Exciting. yes so first of all all the marvel news there's is, so much uh, yeah we had a one yeah. hour minisode about oh that so go listen to that right now it's i would have out. loved to be a part of that but yes next time sige, sige, sige. phase five pa sa phase oh six. my god <laughs> and next we have an arrowverse bit of news brandon ruth returns as superman in crisis on infinite earths crossover to appear alongside Tyler Hecklin's Arrowverse Superman. Mm. So it's a yes for me. I'm interested to see how I mean, Brandon returns as Superman. I mean, oh. as, uh, as as a, someone who doesn't really watch the Arrowverse, mm-hmm. except for like Black Lightning, which is not really part of the Arrowverse, but like it's exciting to me just because I feel like so Brandon Ruth, Routh, whoever he brands his name, is... He, I, I feel like he was a pretty good Superman when Superman returns. Yeah. But and now Superman returns. Exactly, but he's he's returning <laughs> as not the same. I think type he of, is because there are infinite Earths. I so. mean, but the the symbol is different, right? On his on, on his chest. There's no Andy Buck, official, official costume yeah. yet. Okay. but I'm assuming it might be the same Superman okay, no, from then, a different Earth. Then yeah, I'm excited about that because I also love him from Scott Pilgrim. He played the the vegan with the psychic powers. And it's gonna be interesting to have him play alongside. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. The Atom. Very Spider-Verse. Very Spider-Verse. And it's a five-hour crossover between mm-hmm. Arrow, The Flash, Supergirl, Legends of Tomorrow, Tomorrow, Tomorrow. and Batwoman. Batwoman so one. that's going to be from December to January this year and next year. Cool, cool. So I'm excited to see all of that. Yeah. I'm sure they'll be bringing on more like yeah all, all, all the former batmans are just yeah i mean turn. see <laughs> linda carter already appeared as mm. a different character in supergirl so they have all those yeah. easter egg castings okay okay next uh they showed a preview of the darna funko pop which i didn't know SCCC. about until you told me about it in these notes that that's that's a, that's pretty cool that's why you should go and follow <laughs> and like the facebook page all right, all right. <laughs> the previous there. Nice plug 
Um, it's gonna be released on August two to four at the FunCon. It's gonna mm. be in Glorieta. Um, it's exclusive lang. So if you have the chance, go grab it. Dahil malapit na yung Darna movie rin. I mean, next year malapit pa naman. Pero you know, all the hype is there, and I'm excited because I love Funko Pops, and now yeah, we have more it's... Filipino characters aside from Jollibee. <laughs> Actual Filipino superhero. Yeah, but yeah, no, I think it's that's super exciting as well for me. I mean, just imagine if that if the Darna movie is successful. Hopefully, it really is. Um, it can lead to. I know they're planning on like creating a universe also with like different superheroes. Captain just, Barbell, yeah, just imagine like Elastic Man, Man Funko Pop, yes, et cetera, et cetera. more Funko Pops, or you know, original original superheroes for once also. Yeah, so, yeah. Sana nga. I mean, that opens the ABS-CBN superhero cinematic oh, universe. Man. And if you remember from our uh, Cousins Game uh, episode, Raymond Bagaching said he would he wanted love to play to, a superhero because yeah, so, so, he's like ripped. So He is. Yeah. So, like, <laughs> shameless plug for him That episode as well. As well. Yeah. Go follow Sir Raymond Bagatsing on Instagram. He's uh, and be impressed. Yeah, be impressed and okay. be sad about how your body. Hey, Just he, kidding. he validated both. <laughs> he validated of us. us. He said you were cute. Yeah, so thank you. <laughs> <laughs> Next, we have an announcement that there will be a Halloween trilogy. That's pretty exciting for me. Halloween yeah, kills sure. in October 2020 and Halloween ends October 2021. It's a yes for me. Same. Uh, I enjoyed the reboot more than even reboot like sequel. Na siya, yeah, well, it's a reboot sequel. I mean, it like actually takes place after the original Halloween. Yeah, but, because like, they retconned everything else. But it, it's exciting for me. Like I, I, I love sort of these semi-trashy slasher movies. And it's I thought, not trashy. It is trashy, but like that's a part of the the. It's the, the first ever slasher. I took film. a horror film elective. I took when that I was, too. Oh, okay, then. Don't, <laughs> what are we talking about? Why are we me. disagreeing? Anyway. Hi, Sir Andrew. <laughs> yeah, hi, Andrew T. Um, but yeah, no, it's it's. I think it's exciting. I think there's different ways they can take it, especially with regard to Jamie Lee Curtis's character. So, and I loved how they were able to modernize it yet keep it classic yeah, yeah. in the first second. How do you call it? The, the one that came out Halloween. last year. Yes. Yeah. So go and watch that. It's a pretty fun movie. Yeah. Yeah. It's a yes from both of us. Yes. Yes. Next. So. Another reboot announcement. Apparently, they're re-rebooting a reboot of Power Rangers. So it's like the nth Power Rangers movie reboot. Um, Like, I'm... I wasn't a huge fan of that last Power Rangers movie, but I like the cast a lot. That's what people are saying. But I think the reason... I haven't really read up on this, but I think the reason why they're rebooting it for the nth time is that, like, different members of the cast have found, like... Great work elsewhere. That's true. Like Dave, Baker Dave is Montgomery in Stranger things. things. Naomi Scott Naomi is Jasmine. Scott. So I mean, I understand. Ludi Lin is in Black Mirror. I oh, guess. really? Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Um. So I understand why, but tying the new But casting, people can make it work if you want to make it work. I guess it's just unfortunate that they only had one movie together when yeah. the Power Rangers, when every Power Rangers team historically is, is always together for like a really long time. Yeah. So yeah, I mean, people it's, are it's sad. Sucks long for me. So, I guess that sucks for me as well. Okay, and then we have like a bunch of trailers that okay. were released. Should we just do this like fast talk, Boya Bundestag? Kinda, <laughs> but I haven't really gotten to watch all the trailers. Okay. So let's just so, mention all the trailers. Okay. So Cat, oh my Stop Gone Maverick, Terminator, a Dark Fate, The Dark Fate, It, chapter the final two. trailer for Chapter 2, It's Dark Materials, mm-hmm. Linman Will yes. Miranda. Watchmen from HBO, Star yes. Trek Picard, Ooh. which is the return of uh, Sir Patrick Stewart mm. as 
Picard. Jean-Luc Picard. And then The Witcher, the Witcher from Netflix. With what's his name? Superman. Uh, uh, Henry Cavill. Henry Cavill. Yeah. The Dark Crystal Netflix series mm-hmm. or prequel series. Yes. And the Snowpiercer television show. Yeah. So, ako, gusto ko lang pag-usapan dito ay cats. <laughs> <laughs> that was so weird. Because of how bizarre it is. I don't know what to feel. I mean, okay. I mean, <laughs> in, in the defense of cats, which is a show that I'm not super familiar with, but the cats musical itself is already really weird. So, that's true. So, like, seeing the movie trailer is just like, oh, okay, I guess it's just as weird as it was before. My I mean, concern lang is the CGI talaga. I'm sure it's gonna get better. It's just a yeah. trailer. It's gonna come yeah. out like later in the year. But like but, to reveal that during SDCC. Yeah, it, it's, it's a weird thing to put in the Comic-Con because it's like, is, is your audience actually at Comic-Con? Like the only people who like love cats are like Broadway people. I don't yeah. know if like they're all... Or like cat lovers. No. <laughs> I like cats and that kind of freaked me out. So. <laughs> well, it's interesting that they're all humans. As they announced before, they're yeah, all they're like cat-sized human yeah. cats. <laughs> Which is literally the show. I mean, the, yeah. the Broadway show. So. No, but on the Broadway show, I mean... They're, I mean, the yes, they're, they're dressed like, as, Okay, yeah. Yeah. So, so Cats is a sax for now. I mean, I love Taylor Swift. So, yeah, I mean, that's a yes already. <laughs> well, you know what? When it comes out, and if it turns out to be really good, we should have an episode on that. We'll we will we'll, have a cat yeah, again. episode when we should featuring have cats some here. cats. Yes! I mean, okay. Cats is coming to Manila also. The, that's true, yeah, in November, I feel. The actual yeah, musical. Yeah. And then in December or probably January, mm, okay. we see the musical adaptation. On the yeah. big screen. And then, I don't know what to say about Cats. I mean, oh, speaking of Taylor Swift, have you heard her new song yet? No, I have not. Okay, Sorry, he has not, I, so I'm, we will not push that aside to okay. another Sorry. discussion. <laughs> and next, we have Kakaanaosang Den. Filipino-Korean Ella J. Basco has been cast as Batgirl in the upcoming Birds of Prey movie. Or the full name of this movie is Birds of Prey and the Fantabulous Emancipation yeah. of One Harley Quinn. Yes. So this movie will be a Harley Quinn spin-off starring From Suicide Margot Squad, yeah. Robbie and filmmaker Kathy Yan is directing and go hashtag Pinoy Pride, of course. Yeah, yeah. Um, see, Ella J. Basco is the niece of Dante Basco mm-hmm. who appeared on The Last Airbender. Yes. And... <laughs> Oops. She has appeared in Veep, Teachers, and Grey's Anatomy. I was trying to rack my brains, like, because I love Veep, and I couldn't figure out where well, this little child, girl, exactly, yeah. where this little girl appeared, but, I mean, more power to her, I suppose, so. Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, I mean, she's gonna be playing the Cassandra Kane version of Batgirl, mm. not, um... This is all you, like, I'm, no, I'm not as well-versed in Batman, so. <laughs> so but not yes, the original um, Barbara Yeah, Barbara version. Gordon, yes. Okay. Barbara Gordon version. So, hey, Barbara. <laughs> joke lang sinab. Parang maka, ano lang. Wow. Maka joke lang. Are you trying to get four speeds on, on the show? Wala, eh. <laughs> You've tried. Listen, I wouldn't be surprised if you They're gonna have a concert tried. on August 3 okay. with Sir Rico Blanco, so go and watch right. if you... Daming plugs. Yeah, so daming far plugs. Pero hindi ako sponsored ng concert na yun. <laughs> And Patama, last, uh, speaking of Broadway as well, Yay. our last pop current for the week is that Felix Starro a first, is the first Filipino-American musical to be on Off-Broadway, and it's created by a crew of mostly Filipino-Americans. That's really exciting yeah. for me to have that Filipino-American story, kahit hindi naman sa, like, main Broadway. I mean, it's almost there. I mean, it's like a few streets away. Off-Broadway is like the audition place for yeah. shows that are... If, that, might be on Broadway eventually. So, yeah, no, it's exciting. Like, uh, I wasn't aware of the short story that it's based on, although 
I'm interested in seeking that out now. Mm-hmm. Um, for some reason, it's surprising to me that this is being. It's it, it, apparently it's the first because I feel like there is a semi-large community in the Filipino American artists on Broadway. I mean, Lea Salonga has been yeah. there for and forever. And so. Nobladesa. Even Nobleza. Nobleza. <laughs> Sorry. So, nice. But yeah, no, and she's gonna have her own movie. feature film yeah, also, with Lea Salonga. With Lea yeah. Salonga. Who's also so. coming here for Sweeney Todd at the end of the year. October. So, yes. And she'll be having her Solaire uh, Resorts for Manila concert soon also. So many plugs. Hi, Miss Lea. <laughs> Feeling close. Okay. okay. <laughs> so but that yeah. show will run... From August 23 to se- September 15 at Theater Row in New York. So, to, a- to everyone in New York who's listening to this, <laughs> go and watch that. I'm sure it'll be nice to have that Filipino story on Broadway. Yes. <clears throat> yeah. So, that is all for our pop current for the week. Surprisingly, we didn't take that long See? given the amount of like topics we yeah, have. Because we have a lot of interesting, like, yeah, a lot we more have interesting stuff to talk about. A lot to talk about. After, in after, I said before. the break. After the yeah, break. yeah, after the break. Welcome back to Popcorn, and as you can see or hear, we are here with our extra special guests for today: the cast and crew of Annie, Yay. the Harvest. Woo. So first, Hi. please introduce yourselves to uh, our listeners. What's up, guys? My name is Tony. I'm the producer slash writer slash brother of the director. <laughs> Hello, I am Miguel Valdez, and I play Annie. Hi, I'm Jermaine Chopek, and I play Agnes. Hello, everyone, and hey. welcome to the show, and Thanks, thank guys. you for coming thank here. You. So first, Miguel, can you sing tomorrow? Just kidding. <laughs> Had to break the ice. <laughs> Annie, are you okay? May line ba nagan? Yes, yes. Oh my god, that's gonna be fun. So first of all, siguro for everyone who hasn't heard about this, I'm sure every a lot of people have heard about this because it's one of the most anticipated films in yeah, cinema. We, we rarely yeah. get Filipino sci-fi, so this is always exciting yeah. to hear about. It's so. like pressure. <laughs> oh no no okay. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, can you talk more about the story of the film? Sure. So Annie the Harvest is a upcoming science fiction film that will be um, played this coming Cinemalaya 2019. In in a nutshell it the film setting is in the year twenty 50 in the Philippines, uh, specifically in Bicol, and it follows the journey of a kid named Miti as he travels from the city to the farm, um, wherein he meets an unlikely companion, unlikely friend in the persona of a warbot, a war robot named Annie. So f- from from that connection, the whole journey of the film began. Mm-hmm. So who stars in this, aside from, of course, Jermaine and Miguel. Uh, okay, so we have a lot of actors. Uh, mm-hmm. We have around 40 actors. Wow. So it's an nice. entire barangay. <laughs> uh, but essentially, the film stars uh, our kid, Mati. His name is Siren de la Cruz. Um, we also have Ricky Davao playing Lolo Mauricio. We have Mark Felix, mm-hmm. who's playing the father of Mati, Lito. And also Anna Luna, uh, who plays Eva, the mother-slash-robot designer in the film. And the, oh, I actually read the comics i was like Ooh. oh yeah yun pala yung backstory nila so yeah. anyway <laughs> going to the f- questions mamaya na pag-usapan yung comics uh how was it doing a f- cinema live film for the first time for all of you guys 
uh, where do we begin? <laughs> it's very challenging but very exciting because um, like what you've mentioned, we're all first timers. This is our first full length film, at least for us. Um, and it's a science fiction. So actually when we pitched this to Cinemalaya, we were completely shocked that mm-hmm. they green lighted this because uh, when we pitched this, it's about Pinoy robots and sci-fi set in the future. So um, we didn't, we don't really I mean, I couldn't really comprehend how Black Sheep and Cinemalaya greenlighted a film like this. But um, personally, it's exciting because uh, as much as this is a sci-fi future film, it's it's it, in a way it's really a throwback to my childhood, to our childhood. So mm-hmm. yeah. So like, how did this come about? I mean, in the first place, yung sin- uh, idea of having a sci-fi film. I mean. We we rarely get to see this. If we do, it's kinda like wonky CGI na parang <laughs> you know it's CGI. But given the trailer that I've seen, parang wow, this is next level right here. Uh thank you. Uh <laughs> <Transform>. again, ha- <laughs> again, <laughs> again hashtag <laughs> pressure. Uh okay. Um Basically, the the main reason why we wanted to make this film is because we're fans of the genre. So mm-hmm. we are be, we're big sci-fi fantasy geeks, and we've always wanted to make a film that we ourselves would want to watch. So I think that's the basic idea why we wanted to do this. And then, um, in a way, we feel that um, by making a film like Annie, this would help. This is our little contribution to Philippine cinema. Mm-hmm. Um, we, we rarely get to see genre films, specifically sci-fi films, in in Philippine in, in Philippine cinema. So we wanted to make a film that we'll, we'll be proud of. If ever this will be our first and last film, at least we're gonna be super proud. Hopefully of it. not. Hopefully not. So I'm so Hopefully excited not. to watch it. Yeah, we are too. <laughs> Thank, thanks, guys. <laughs> Wait, so you guys haven't been able to watch any cuts yet? Okay, okay. They exciting. I mean, they've been. Okay. Yeah, yeah. We we we, we, we shot this yeah. relatively earlier than the other entries. Mm. We we completed shooting production late last year, December. So that so that we are allowed to do. we allotted a lot of time for post prod. Oh, no, that's good. Yeah. Yeah. So we've been watching it. Yeah, I was telling Germs on the way here. Na parang, um, I I can't wait for people to watch it because it's only us, me, the directors, the editors, yeah. who has seen the entire thing, and we just want everybody to see it already. Yeah. So how was the process of like pitching the whole thing? Because I believe you also pitched it in a FDCP competition before yeah. Cinemalaya, right? Yeah. So the the history behind this is that we've been crafting screenplays since 2015, mm-hmm. and we've been joining festivals, but um, unfortunately we've only parang shortlisted lang. We we never really pushed for the finalists like we're never picked for the finalists and the most common reason is because we're not known yeah <laughs> yeah so but they're interested with the material but because we're not known and, and the materials that we always submit are too ambitious so but they feel that paano nagagawin ng mga batang to, yung, yung film and then luckily for us um in 2017 we submitted four scripts um, and it got shortlisted in cinemalaya cinema one q cinema and one of the scripts that got um, shortlisted because out of the four, three got shortlisted. Is uh, Annie, and fortunately for us, um, Cinemalaya liked it or 
we made them want it. <laughs> which which I have a, another story for that. Sana all. <laughs> oh my god. So so they 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 got convinced. Okay, so maybe this these group of people can actually do it. And then um, when we got in Cinemalaya, we we what the next problem that we had is funding mm-hmm. because uh, Cinemalaya only gave a million pesos for this year's grant, and obviously one million pesos won't be enough, especially with a project like ours. So we had to find ways to really look for funding. And one of the things that we did is join the Film Development Council pitch competition last year. It's in partnership with the uh, Directors Guild of the Philippines Incorporated. So out of everybody who submitted, 15 got shortlisted, and then we won that pitch contest. And that paved the way for us to go to Singapore last year um, as part of the Southeast Asian Film Financing Forum. So it's like the financing forum um, attached to the Singapore Film Festival. And then from there, we met Black Sheep. So, and then Black Sheep, um, at first we're scared because Black Sheep is such a big company, mm-hmm. uh, Star Cinema, we're afraid that they're going to eat us up. But <laughs> but what I like about Black Sheep is that they respected the But vision. now Black Sheep is in your area. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Sorry, I'm corny ko ngayong episode oh na to. It's okay. It's okay, Cholo. <laughs> yeah, so they, they respected the vision of the filmmakers and they said, okay, we're going to take a risk and that's where we... And that's great. I feel like with the media you really have to put yourself out there i mean if you want to be known or you want to pitch your ideas you just have to make it work or sometimes fake it till you make it and you do make it so it's great that we have you on here now and we're talking about the movie that's already gonna happen so we're really excited about it yeah Uh, i was just wondering um when you were in the process of of sort of pitching it and finding uh funding and whatnot were you was it a matter of like you needed to secure a certain amount of capital before you were confident enough to head into production or was it just like shoot for the stars and like whatever you can get will yeah. use what about what i'm about to say is not really the the most helpful thing to say okay. because when we because we've been wanting to do a film because um ever since 2015 so when we got the opportunity like me and my sister and sandra um and the team we said whatever happens no matter if we don't have any money we're just gonna shoot for it we're just nice. gonna go okay. for it mm-hmm. so i i think i i like looking back i couldn't even uh begin to understand the thought process behind it because literally we're not we don't have money mm-hmm. but but we know that we have the talent and we know that we have a good project on hand so so what we did is really just to seek out other people other collaborators who would believe in the vision because we don't want to compromise anything we want to make sure that if we're going to get funds it's because they genuinely believe in the vision mm-hmm. um, we don't want to chop off any anything from the project so luckily for us along the way because of i guess hard work um, we were able to meet the right collaborators. And then um, one of the things that we did to really secure that budget is we made um, a mock, like a, what do you call this, like a show reel, just to, to show the people that we can make the VFX. Because one of the things mm-hmm. that um, the people would question is, this is an ambitious film, there are robots, future elements, can you actually do the VFX. So I think I showed, uh, I, I gave Cholo like a copy of the yeah. show reel. We're in one of the things that we did is we shot um, a scene just to show to the uh, to the to the selection committee of Cinemalaya and Black Sheep that we can make the CGI robot happen. Yeah, I remember seeing that. Yeah, they showed it to us when like they were choosing the cast. Na. I mean, when, no, when, when they chose. When they casted us. Yeah, already, when they casted like the us. Room. And then the whole room, talaga, like, stood up and clapped. And then, 
<laughs> Sobrang ganda. Yeah, I saw yeah, the yeah, video. Yeah. That day, <laughs> when we saw that clip. Yeah, I mean, it but, really worked, no? Pitching. Yeah, it, it, it's funny lang, because when, 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 with that particular day, I remember, we, we, we played a game with the cast, because before they came over, they already casted. So, parang, but the idea was, we wanted them to be there, we want to surprise them, and then we want to pitch to them, because for us, um, it, it's very important that we work with people who genuinely believe um, with the vision that we have. So, mm-hmm. we, want, we want them to be all in, because we know it's going to be difficult it's going to be challenging we barely have any resources so we want to work with collaborators who genuinely believe in the project and who would really put themselves out there and yung dystopium were you also a part of that i yes. think dystopium was one of the like starting points as to how you got to annie can you talk more about that sure. previous project sure so uh, dystopium is a short film um directed by one of our directors uh, sandro del rosario and uh Great that man. Ray Dag, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And and uh, by the way, Miguel is a uh, is is actually a barcada of my sister and the director. Yeah. Sam oh. Sandra. Were you part of that film? Yes. I did a cameo also in Dystopia. Oh, yes. okay. Spot. So he, he's like the tortured guy. Yeah. Oh the, yeah. We're like with a big robot. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. Um. So yeah, we we the, 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 that actually paved the way for Annie because we we knew that we wanted to make genre films and i think there's a really um a big gap in in the in the, in the industry for films like mm-hmm. this yeah. so it's it's really like a testing ground just to see how people would be receptive to it so when when we showed that particular film in in csb um because it, it's a thesis film everybody was shocked like it's your sister's thesis film or uh, it's my it's a sandra's thesis ah, okay. film. yeah but my sister helped with that as well mm. um and when when uh when when people saw the film um they couldn't really figure out which assets are real and which assets are vfx yeah so like there's this is one panel panelist in the in the thesis uh, selection or in the thesis committee that ask where did you get that machine that's the machine that they were torturing yeah, you yeah, with yeah. and then we said no it's not real <laughs> it, it's, it's vfx yes. grabe ang ganda nun. i mean we barely get to see cgi at all or if we do it's like yeah <laughs> yeah but i have to pull anyone else down but yeah yeah, yeah but i have to f- defend though like i i believe that genuinely there are a lot of great filipino artists yeah. um it's the problem really is when it is the is the system itself mm-hmm. like they don't have enough time they don't have enough budget so i guess um Filipino VFX artists having a bad rep is not really entirely their yeah. fault. It's because they have limited space to actually wiggle in. So, yeah. yeah. I mean, if you're watching this on Facebook Live, we're showing the reel that um, Tony wow. was just talking okay, about. Yeah. And yeah. you can see how they made the robots. And they're like, wow. Yeah, so that guy Famous with a dragger, it's one of the directors, Sandro. So the, the, the backstory behind that clip is when we found out that we were going to be pitching for Cinemalaya, we knew that they're going to question whether we can do it or not. Yeah. So in a week's time, we go on rogue we just went to to a field shot that put the trackers on and then we did the vfx less than a week and then we showed that to the panelists just to convince them that yes we can do this we can make it happen and how many robots are actually featured here aside from annie Uh, there are a lot Uh actually some of the robots the germs and megs haven't seen yet uh this is one scene in the film we're in it's full-on battle mode annie remember that scene you're fighting oh yes i remember and you got punched somewhere i know uh wait I, I got punched or, or I hit something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah I hit. Well, I hit one of the. 
fight uh, stuntmen by accident in the face yeah, <laughs> with <guess>. my foot. <laughs> yeah, but that was exciting because like they're flipping over, the, uh, flipping in air, and yeah, and, and and in the in the story itself, the robots in the story are very well integrated in the in the world that we built. Um, the robots in Annie year 2050 are pretty much like any other gadget so mm-hmm. they play crucial roles when it comes to certain industries like there are farmer robots there are artista robots oh there, there are, are um, train conductor robots wow. there are so when i excited now <laughs> they are patrol artista robots isn't that an awesome <laughs> <It's not laughs> <a cheater>, <laughs> robot or oh let's God. not go there <laughs> We left that behind, Jada. We we're done with that topic. <laughs> yeah, so Me memes then your robots <laughs> Perhaps. I mean I mean we're we're us creators were genuinely excited because in the process of doing the post prod, a lot of the elements are not there yet when we shot mm-hmm. it. So every week whenever we're updating our team, um we, we see it happening. Like the last time I was able to view the entire film was last night. So we're in all of the elements, the sound, the the musical score all of the CGI assets are all in. So it was totally different. Like, it's me watching the film. It's like me watching the film for the first time all over again. So for for everyone, like, how was that experience? Na parang, when you're filming it, it's all random people in costumes and you don't really see what you're gonna see in the film. Like, how is that experience? I mean, you've probably seen the trailer with some elements of that, but... Coming from the actual filming na in the set na wala kang nakikita except real people and real settings. <laughs> How do you react to... When you were the robot. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. since you were the robot. Well, when it's work time, it's work time. So I don't really think of uh, while I'm, I'm in the moment. Mm-hmm. But when the, uh, t- the first teaser came out... Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. I look good. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, it was kind of like I mean we couldn't really see what was I mean I don't I don't have any um scenes with a robot. But I That's was what there. you think, Germs. Oh, really? That's oh. what you think. Oh, no. oh my gosh. Wait. Wait. <laughs> Surprise. Surprise. That's how good the CGI is. <laughs> but yeah, but I was there like a lot in the uh and the audience watching them. That's not, I even saw them like practice. Yeah. <laughs> yung mga yeah. fight yeah. scenes yun. So parang I was just really like imagining how they would look. They would look like. So parang wala talaga asin zero clue. It's all imagination. Yeah, mm-hmm. as in that day. I mean, during the shoot, we were just imagining everything. Even like the the background. Because that, the ba, may merong ding mga additional stuff. So parang lahat yun like just imagine you're in the year 2050. How would it look? Yeah. There's just one particular sequence there that Ger- actually Germs is the one of the uh her character is very challenging just because she joined us in all locations. So we shot this in Katanduanes, Bataan, Bulacan. Oh yeah. Yeah, so you're literally every like in all all locations except for the school, for the school yeah. And then there's one particular sequence is in the train sequence because in the story um, obviously, the infrastructure improved in year 2050. There's a massive train system that connects the entire country from north to south. West Make it to happen end. now, please. Um, we're in the, the train passes um, on in the sea. So literally, yeah. it crosses the sea. Um, so 
I remember we shot this in PNR, like a really old crappy train. Yeah. Uh, and then we, uh, the direction for them is like, imagine the train is crossing the sea, and there's it's, it's a very highly technical technologically driven train with yeah. robots and all with holo- holograms and all so like people they were like doing this hands on air cause like and I think ano din, with, with, with them I think what, what's, what's exciting for the artists is that they get to use their imagination as well cause in a typical like in in a in another another genre kind of a film like everything you see is everything that you will see on screen yeah but with this one like um there are some elements that will be added post prod um so in terms of blocking you need to move in a certain area lang yeah. you can't cross this because there's a, a robot that's gonna be placed there yeah so but how did you parang think na okay let's set this in 2050 and not some other random <laughs> future year sure like that's like 30 years from now sure um i guess it 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 boils down to what we like about genre films i think for us genre films specifically sci-fi films are actually not just for entertainment these are films that actually opens up social realities and it's a good examination of how a future philippines or a future location can happen if you don't do anything in the present so we wanted to set it in a not so f- distant future like mm-hmm. there's a still a possibility that by year 2050 all of us will still be alive so it's like a warning from the future um that um if you don't do anything right now if you don't get our acts together this could be the reality that will happen so in this there seems to be like a real whole world building happening here how deep is that world building uh, i saw that there's a paros corporation there's like these different societies and how did you is that something that you didn't show completely na parang it's all in your head na this is the world but this is the only philippines is the only thing we'll see um partly because of uh the parameters that we're working on obviously this is not um this is a this is a film that will be shown in cinemalaya and mm-hmm. we have a two-hour limit so we can't go all full love love ds <laughs> on this film um but but we we wanted to make sure that the entire world that we're building is believable mm-hmm. so even the elements that the audience will not see in the actual film it's it's all there meaning this similar to how shows like game of thrones yeah. they created their own language they created their own mythology this is that's the one of the process that we did we want to make sure that before we deal with this particular timeline this storyline everything else attached to that timeline or storyline is fully the realized developed yeah fully realized um and what's exciting about the film is that it's set in the year 2050 it's a bit dystopian in terms of 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 the elements but everything is seen from the perspective of a kid so the entire journey of the film is seen through the eyes of mithi which is an 11 year old kid so um, when we were developing the story we were thinking how does a kid really see climate change how does a kid really cope up in in what seemingly um is, is seemingly an unforgiving world so yeah so that's what's exciting so when in, ter- in terms of like creating characters what are what did you base the names on or the one and then annie are they related to like any specific lore or any specific 
world that you were imagining? Uh, okay, so for for Mithi, uh, it's a Tagalog term for uh, ambition or mm-hmm. hope. So um, the the film as it's a dystopic film in a way, but everything is seen from the eyes of a kid. So we wanted to add an element of hope into it. So it it doesn't go full on dark. Um, it it it, it the, the elements, the dark elements, are on the on the peripheral, but. As as an audience member, you go through the journey through the eyes of Mitty. So that's one. Uh, second, Eva, um, he's she's a robot designer, and we borrowed the name from uh, Evangelion. Mm. Oh my God! Yes. Uh, so Interesting. actually, actually, there are um, what do you call this? Some of the some of the backstories of the names of the characters. You want the audience to find out, like. Personally, we're, we're geeks, we're fanboys of, of this genre. So one of the most exciting things for us is really um, research on why is the name of this character like oh, this. Okay. Like going on Reddit and like <laughs> like Pinoy Exchange. Going yeah. to Popcorn. We yeah. will reveal it after the movie. So, so, so kayo. <laughs> Exactly. So there's some some of the some of the stories, some of the names. There's actually a deeper meaning to it, mm-hmm. but we don't want to spoil anything. Don't spoil the Annie. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So, like, given that this has a lot of technology and robots, what inspired you specifically to have robots more than like other kinds of like sci-fi? Parang what movies? I hear there's a lot like Blade Runner, Alien, ET that inspired you to create this sci-fi film mm. specifically. Uh, why robots? Why not? <laughs> I think uh, we're we're really big fans of 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 that specific subgenre of of sci-fi and with robots kasi, like you can play around with the idea that um a, a robot when you when you think of a robot you think of something mechanical you think of something cold but what the audience will be surprised when they watch Annie is that Annie played by Miguel is the most warm character in the film like we were watching the the the, the, la- the latest cut last night and we were like oh, oh cute ni Annie grabe as in sobrang uh, adorable ng robot and, and 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 i think that's one of the reasons why we chose the robot because you can you can actually um what do you call this um everybody's expecting it to be a certain way but because of the character arc of the robot in the film like it changes it um and in terms of the inspiration um i think we we mentioned films like Legete, uh, metropolis mm-hmm. uh, iron giant yeah um these films are different when it comes to themes but what's common behind them is that they all talk about a certain social reality and the social reality is is a statement that is very um is emphasized all throughout the film and i think art in general should be a political should not be a political mm-hmm. it should make a statement and and with annie there's so many things that we want to say but we don't want to be preachy about it like we want the audience to find find out for themselves and really form their own opinion when they watch the film I'm I'm really happy that this film in particular uh, really sort of deals with uh, farmers as well uh, because I guess in my head like I've been trying to figure out like if if we could have a, a resurgence and or like a boom in Filipino sci-fi like what would what would like Filipino sci-fi be in terms of personality and what I like is that in previous years like the most memorable Filipino sci-fi films all have to do with with farmers and agriculture as well so Instalado and Alimuom and Manganak ng Komote. So it's it's really interesting that this is sort of following in that tradition. Um, uh, I guess like why do you have any sort of insight into why sci-fi seems to lean toward uh farming and agriculture here? 
Um, I think because, like what I've mentioned earlier, a good sci-fi film is a sci-fi film that doesn't only show spectacle or just doesn't only entertain, but it shows realities. And and I think that makes, a, 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 for me, a Filipino sci-fi is a sci-fi film that shows you the reality of what's what's happening. And um, with us, I mean, I couldn't really speak for uh, Instalado and the other films, but for us, the, the main reason why we chose um, agriculture to be the backdrop of Annie is because, number one, it's interesting uh, how you juxtapose technology with something that's very... Um, what do you call this? Old school, like mm-hmm. farming, and then secondly, with with everything that's happening, because my background is I work, I I I'm a humanitarian worker, so I always hear stories about how communities are often, um, like technology is something that's obviously positive, but because of the because of us wanting to get that technology, some of the communities get to be impacted in in a way in a negative way. So we wanted to put that out there that. You can you can advance you can become technologically advanced without like impacting um, communities in in a negative way. So we will go on a short break and talk more about the movie. We're so excited, as you can see. Kanina pa ako namin. Wow, wow. <laughs> so tune in after this break. Westlife the 20 tour celebrating 20 years of hits on July 29 and 30 2019 at the Smart Iron at the Coliseum tickets are now on sale at ticketnet.com.ph or call 9115555 presented by Wilbros Live Westlife hashtag Westlife Manila 2019 And we are back here on Popcorn and stop for all things pop we're still here with our extra special guests, the Ooh. cast and crew of Annie, The Harvest. Yeah. So, balik tayo sa usapan. <laughs> okay. Um, you mentioned earlier that this is in Bicol. Yeah. Like, why did you choose Bicol as the central setting for this? Uh, two two things. Number one, me and my sister were from Bicol. Oh. So, in a way, this is our parang love letter to our parents. Uh, and then secondly, it's uh, in, in the story itself, uh, Manila is un- uninhabitable already. So we wanted to put focus on another part of the Philippines. So we chose Bicol. Tapasinulang, just a quick note. Um, when we were developing the story, we actually based it on on an actual climate change policy paper. So the the scenarios that we injected here um, showed one of one of which showed that Manila by year twenty fifty will already be uninhabitable. Oh my gosh, that's scary. I, I was gonna say that Manila already it's feels already uninhabitable is. at yeah. this point. So I mean, everyone got stuck in traffic getting yeah on the way here oh no but (laughs) (laughs) except emil who's from this area oh no but i i I was driving here and i got lost so which is weird because i live here so anyway anyway so anyways (laughs) good one so speaking of be called um, most of the characters are speaking Bicolano, or, f- or all, all characters are speaking Bicolano? Uh, except for the Paris Corp folks. Mm-hmm. Uh, they deliver their lines in English, and the non-speaking characters like Annie. <laughs> yeah. So, can you, what's Paris Corp's course about? Uh, okay, so there's this one big character in the film, it's called Paris Corp. So, we envision that in year 2050, there will be a mega corporation um, in charge of, of, of handling all lifeline, critical lifeline services. So in the story, Paris Corp is the one in charge of maintaining uh, power, water, food mm. supply. 
So they're like the central. They're like the the super mall <laughs> of, oh, that, okay. of that future. Yeah. So, parang for speaking of Bicol again, si germs, did you have to learn Bicolan for this? I did. I we all had to. We had people from which org was that? Uh, UP Ibalon. Yeah, UP Ibalon. We had like a session with them. But then, um, aside from that, I also did some research myself. I asked some of my Bicolano friends. And apparently, my family's from Bicol. <laughs> Surprise! <laughs> Surprise! <laughs> At but least you're getting to learn. Told me that I mean, not from Bicol, but that's. I don't know. Which part of Bicol? Naga. Oh. Cool. So I don't know how. Bastard's weird family yeah. history. But. I just want to tell you, but I'm so sad. Go! I was made in Bicol! Oh Yay! And you're gonna. You, you better go to the premiere in Bicol. Yeah! Just, and then their first line would be, I was made here. <laughs> May tag na dun. Yung Twitter bio mo, made, made in, in Bicol. Made in Bicol. Sorry, and just to add, like, we shot on location. So it, the entire community became a support system for the cast. Like, whenever they would ask, oh, how to pronounce this, literally anybody in the community, mm-hmm. yeah. they can pull over and they can ask. And how long did the shooting actually take place there? Uh, in, in Bicol? Yeah. The entire, well, the entire shooting uh, process, production process, took us around 30 13 days and then be called around five, six. Six days somewhere. Feels felt, so felt like forever. Yeah. <laughs> Why we were there for a week? Yeah. yeah. Right around yeah. That. And then um it, yeah. And we also got delayed but because of a storm. Yeah, oh my gosh. There was a storm that happened while we were shooting. Oh. That's why some of the scenes in the film, people are wet. So in the in the in the script wala talaga yun. Yeah. We had to incorporate it na lang. So moving on to germs again, since um, yun nga, people know you from the Ransom Collective Ooh. as we played earlier. So how is the? Trans- I mean, you called yourself a rock rocket man <laughs> before in one of the radio guestings we went to. <laughs> so rocket woman ka pala. So yeah. I mean, you've been doing commercial work as well and um, a lot of short films. So how was that transitioning to like? A big feature film such as this. Well, this is my first film, so I was really like really really nervous going into the film. As and I asked for so many help. As in from my like I asked my theater teacher to help me like really dissect the ano the script and everything. So I really prepared like but then along right before before that I took some workshops again to refresh. But then actually before I joined the band. I was really doing theater, mm-hmm. so I actually don't have a music background. I have a theater background. So I went because I was That so I was just like last year. I was kind of like deciding on my career, like if I was gonna push through with you know my this this passion of mine, which is acting, and then um, auditioning for cinema was my design that was. I was asking from the universe. And this film was the turning point. You know, it made me pursue film and theater and like my passion all the So, yeah. <laughs> so, actually, speaking of Ransom Collective, the theme song of this film is actually run by the Ransom Collective. How, how did that 
like get there germs made it happen <laughs> i mean she made this episode happen yes. then yes. thank you germs yeah. she brought us all together. here together oh, i like connecting germs. people yes you're a racket woman <laughs> slash connector <laughs> connect. <laughs> yeah um yeah well Actually, last year, palang, when, when we were shooting the film, I already messaged Germs. I said, Germs, we wanted to make... A, we, for the film, we wanted to parang, tap on parang, indie, indie folk sort of vibe. And, and, and when she auditioned, actually, because uh, I'm, I'm, I'm proud to say that almost all of our cast members came from the Cinemalaya audition. So mm-hmm. we, we purposely wanted that to be the case because we wanted everybody to join us in the journey na parang we all started in Cinemalaya and anyway so when Germs edition I didn't recognize her as part of the Ransom Collective and then I remember in your when we called you back parang you said oh, I'm part of a band so I go what band? <laughs> like I was trying to figure out what band and then when I finally realized that uh, she's part of the Ransom Collective I, I, I remember listening to the album again because I've, I've listened to it before. Sabi ko, Krabe, this is sobrang swak. And then initially we were, th- were talking na parang we wanted to make a, a, a song ganyan, and then could pos- possibly be original. But when we heard Run, we wanted it like automatically. Sabi namin, this is the perfect song for the film. So it took us a while to really get the song, like to get the yes from the band. Um, but, but Germs made it happen. Yeah, <laughs> yeah so thank you, Germs. I mean, all that, everything in that album is great. Yeah, yeah. but actually, it was, Ron was actually, like, the lyrics. But yeah. when I listened to it again, I oh my god, oh nga, no, like, everything was so yeah. sakto. Yeah, the first, li- the first line For, pa lang. Diba, an- an- woke up in the future. <laughs> yeah. I woke up in the future yesterday. Yeah, and then I want to know the, the Ransom Collective fans to to check out where we're gonna place the song because that for us is the the not really the climax of the movie. That's where the song was 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 placed. I haven't seen it. Yeah. We're all excited to see. Uh, <laughs> we're excited to see. Yeah, uh, we mentioned at the beginning that you your your character's name, but uh, maybe for those who don't really know, can you talk about your character a little bit as well? Um. Yeah, I play the character of Agnes, which is the social worker. I'm wearing my oh, character. Okay. I'm wearing everyone myself. gets their own cast <laughs> shirt. Okay. Yeah, everyone. It's really nice. And the shirt is at later name on merch. Anyway, <laughs> um, Agnes is the social worker. So basically, I was there in transition from going to the city and going to the province. So I was there no, when he was still kind of lost and then figuring out what, I mean, he was figuring out about his, the journey. So ako yung basically the transition from those two. So I'm like the beginning and... The Whatever end. happens yeah. in the end. Like I was like there kind of like supporting him also. Okay, is there anything about the character... Sorry, is there, would you say you found sort of a dimension in, in the character when you were playing her um, that wasn't necessarily in the script? Like while you were sort of internalizing and whatnot, uh, I guess how, how did you make that sort of character your own, I suppose? Like did you do research as to I how did. social workers yeah, are? Yeah. Did you meet real actually, social workers? Yeah, I did. And actually, kasi, just a quick a short background lang, I used to work for Circle Hostel and I used, and I was kind of like spearheading this project. It's called the Tribes and Tricks. And we work closely with the farmers of Zambales. 
uh, the Aita specifically in San Felipe. And parang I drew my inspiration from that, like working with them. Parang actually, imagine that contradict because like I'm from Paros. I'm I'm from Paros, so I have oh, to okay. be. I was hired by Paros, but then also, like I have to empathize also with this little boy. So parang it was hard for me because if I were in that shoes and I know like what happened to this kid, like I would be, you know, super like baby boy, <laughs> and that's me. So I had to like find like that balance. So. Yeah, I I kind of like started the parent like major like distant from the kid, but like in the end, for some like reason like for from that journey, parent I kind of like grew on you. Yeah, and or parent like I had this at at um at not attraction, love team. No, what's sila. another word? I mean, iba like, po yung rating ng movie na. Became fond of the kid, yeah. yeah, yeah. Became yeah. fond of the kid, and yun. So it's just really putting together all the experiences and also from people's stories. So okay. I tried to embody that as much as I can. Nice. Okay. So for Miguel, naman, since you know. How was it? How were what are old roles before? I I, I believe you were part of Bucky from yeah, Cinema One yeah. first, Originals. Uh, first, uh, first film. Nice. How how was that from being a real person to a robot? Uh okay. First, uh, mas maluwag ang feeling, kasi may like ano ba? Like yeah. Bef- after Bucky, kasi I took workshops. Mm-hmm. And so, mas alam ko yung, or at least I have more knowledge of the know-hows. And second, although bago to, technically it's not the first. So mas uh, mas adjusted ka. Mm-hmm. Also at the at the same time, kasi I'm I'm good friends with uh, Sandro and Kim. So, maraming members din ng crew doon na. Kas na nakasama ko na before, nakatrabaho ko na before, way back ka college pa, and so yun parang at the same time, although this is new territory, I'm still at home. Yeah. And I believe you also have like a dancing background. Uh yeah. <laughs> yeah, high school palang. Actually, elementary palang. <laughs> How did you did you in, get to integrate that in terms um, of like fight? Choreography. I thought you can say like pop and locking or <laughs> oh, like robot. a robot dance. <laughs> well, regarding dance, I think it's safe to say it's not na it's not yung super wow kanda. Mm-hmm. It's more integrated in how I could express a movement. Also regarding sa fight scenes, it helps. Okay. Also another reason then I I I took up boxing a little bit of Muay Thai. So me counting uh fighting experience. So yeah. Okay. Wait, um you mentioned that when he's in the mocap suit, it's there's no dialogue, it's just like yeah. your eyes but but so when you animate the robot in in post, are the eyes like his eyes or are they 
Like, how does that work exactly? Uh, or are there trackers on his eyes? Uh, no, uh, no, um, okay. Uh, actually, the, the technology that we use, it's it's what we refer to as motion reference because uh, motion capture, it's a totally different uh, technology. Like, um, normally, you, you'll find that in big studios like Weta in New Zealand or obviously the Marvel Studios. So with us, it's really DIY, but he was wearing trackers. Um, and to answer your question, yes. So one of the things that's very challenging for Miguel is that He's so used to using his voice and his face, but in the film, his face is an LCD. Mm. So the the expression, but then the challenge for him is how can you make the the character believable and the audience fall in love with you without using all of the things that they're used to using. So yeah, when we, we when we previewed the film yesterday, we were so happy and so impressed with how Miguel handled the character because <laughs> sobrang warm ni Annie, like the eyes. Like uh, actually, one of the things that we're planning to release, um, siguro during Cinemalaya Week is the side by side. You see the VFX here, and then you see how Miguel actually acted on it. <laughs> so it's very anilang. It's it's really you know. Uh, I can't explain it. Natuwa ako. So I just wanna just, just wanna point it out there that. Miguel also came from the Cinemalaya audition. Like, he's a friend of my sister and Sandro and most of the team. Pero he auditioned for Cinemalaya. And when he came into the audition, we thought he's gonna audition for another film. But mm-hmm. suddenly, he started acting robotic. <laughs> so sabi namin, is he auditioning for us? <laughs> I knew what I wanted when I got in that room. <laughs> but you didn't know that we're the I one. Know, I already know. Ah, you know I, I, like, before going in, I sent... I sent uh, Sandro a message. Uh, Hello, I'll be seeing you later. <laughs> <laughs> but it, in terms of like trying to study what mocap is about, mipinanod kabang videos like Benedict Cumberbatch, like on the floor. Cumberbatch is one of them, pero siempre first Andy Circus. Andy Circus. Yeah. Yes. Galing. Pero para lang idea on how I could work with that type of scenario. Okay. Yeah, it's also I know. I want to point out that Miguel's Annie is the first CGI character in Philippine history that plays a lead role in a film. Uh, so hindi, title role. Yes, also. hindi lang siya. No, he's not just a part of the scene, but he is an integral part of the scene. But he's not just a background, but he's really acting like hugging. Um, there was this one scene, sobrang difficult. Na he had like he had to ride his back. And so was yeah. the kid actually riding your back? Yes. That whole time, si Zyren. Yes. This is this is why, if it uh, in the role is obviously very physical. You have to do some training then. Expected then from doing a couple of takes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and how is it like working with a child actor? Of course, everyone else. Is an adult essentially or robots? <laughs> yeah, he's a no, he's a he's a little adult actually. What's amazing about Zyren is uh, there's this funny story with him because uh, in the in the 13 days that we shot the film, 12 days kasama siya lagi. And there's this one moment that he said, um, "Kasama pa ba ako sa exen na yan? And and and, and parang sabi ko namin, "Yeah, this is your film, basically." Aww. So the entire film is anchored sa kanya, and it's actually his first full-length film. So he used to um, appear in shows, pero laging batang ganito or anak ni ganyan. But this is his actual first film, and I have to say, I mean, they can they can actually share more experiences about him. But the kid is absolutely brilliant. Um, there are a lot of scenes na hindi rin siya nagsasalita. 
So everything is seen through his eyes and everything is... Because the character of Mati, is an introvert in the film. So mm-hmm. if you've seen the trailer, he literally has a mask on his mouth, on top of his mouth. So sobrang he has to um, express what he feels through actions, through the eyes. Lang, and he's able to pull it off absolutely fantastically. Yeah, and grabe, like, sobrang hands down kay Zyron. Like, he was up, like, almost, not a month. I mean, he was up late, and then he would wake up ready to shoot. Very. And very, like, alive, active. Parang hindi siya napapagod. As in, siya dapat si Annie. <laughs> gabi, gabi. He's very professional. Yeah, yeah, super, as in... Yeah, and his lines are all in Bicolano, and he's not from Bicol. Wow. wow. So he memorized every single line. Yeah. And he would always, like, lift us up, even, like, in between, like, takes. Kasi siyempre, like, they're all tired. Pero, like, he would go to you pa. Kukulitin ka niya. Like, he'll joke around with you. Kukunin niya yung phone mo nang di mo alam. Pagbalik, puro selfie na niya. Vlogger kasi yung kid. Oh, really? He's a, he's oh. a vlog. He has a very, ano, parang huge following din. Wow, really? Wow. He does TikTok. Answer, yeah. Yeah. How, how old is Zyron? He's 11. He's 11, okay. Yeah. Actually, it's funny. Kids these days. Yeah. Gen Z. No, Gen but, Z. But, but what's interesting is that, diba, you've seen him in the trailer. When you see him in person, he looks Dif- he looks totally different kasi nagbinata bigla. No. Oh. Nung nakita namin siya nung when was that? The press uh, call. Yeah. yeah, yeah Bigla ang tangkad na niya. Yeah. Parang Stranger Things. Yeah. yeah. They, they age exactly. so quickly. Oh my yeah. gosh. <laughs> <laughs> if you want to hear more like if you want to hear Charlie talk about more Stranger Things you can check out his previous episode. That's episode Yay. 9. <laughs> Another the last plug. The lost slash yes. found episode. So Speaking of other actors in the film, you also have, of course, seasoned actors like Sir Ricky Davao. How was how was that working with him? That's that's my second. Oh yeah, no, he was in Pake. Yeah, that's oh, right. Long right. yeah. Very actually very helpful, sir. Like um, uh, in between takes, sometimes they give ng suggestions. That you know tips. Then yun. Of course, you're gonna you're gonna take that. You're gonna take as much as you can for from a veteran. It, it will uh, help then uh, future projects. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I was actually like expecting <clears throat> expecting him to be more like, oh, like try doing this, ganyan. But he wasn't. I mean, oh, personally, as in like, pinabayaan niya lang ako to do mm. what I want. And then, like, in the middle of se- the sets, parang makikwento lang siya sa experiences niya, ganyan. Dami. Ang dami. As in, <laughs> sobrang dami kong natutunan sa kanya dun sa one week na we were just shooting. And then, like, just all the stories. Hanggang pa uwi. Yeah, hanggang like, pag uwi. No? Waiting for flight back home. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yeah, uh, a bit of a backstory. Um, Ricky plays the role of Mauricio, the, mm-hmm. the grandfather of Miti. He's actually the character ng hirap na makast. But mm-hmm. it, it took us a while to really find the perfect actor. Um, partly because the character is based on my, my lolo. So my lawless name is Mauricio. He's a oh. World War II veteran who died now. So, but we wanted to find an actor who would really personify the character of Mauricio. And then I have to say that Ricky is the, one of the nicest people I've met in my life. Like he's super down to earth given his experience, given his name. Um, and what's great is that he's also a director, but he allowed Kim and Sandra to do their own thing. But he would give some suggestions, but at, at the end of the day, he allowed the, the the young directors to to really parang um parang what do you call that um direct everyone and and it also helped pala cholo that um we shot in location and we were there one week in Katanduanes so parang the, the the cast 
bonded talaga mm-hmm. ng sobra-sobra. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Bonding like uh, an hour before an hour before mag-take takas muna kami ni Jermaine, magkayak muna kami sa <laughs> We're inside the resort Oh, okay, cool. Katanduan is just beautiful. Mm. Like it's so speaking of family, I mean, this is a whole family affair. Your sister is directing, you're writing and producing. And then I believe si Sandro, who's one of the directors, his brother naman is the VFX. How How is that whole dynamic given that, you know, siblings usually fight, fight or something <laughs> like that? Have you worked together before in a film? Uh, yes, actually, it, it, it's our, it's, it became an advantage to us. Actually, hindi lang sila. Even my mom, my dad helped out. Like, they've they met yeah, everywhere. Like, even the parents of Sandro, they also visited. So, parang it's really a family affair. Um, what, what worked for us is that we don't, wala na kaming time to warm up. Parang we're already there. Uh-huh. Like, all in nakaagad and siguro ang disadvantage lang is because everybody's so passionate like we, we, we don't really wala nang wala nang boundaries like sometimes I would just go inside their room o kamusta ni editing <laughs> like, a, like a random breakfast morning I would just go there o kamusta na patingin na mga ganyan and they would be ah mamaya na mamaya na <laughs> like kasi we were doing post-prod in our house yeah. so um, literally I can just go inside the room so parang that that helped for us because given that it's a small it, it's a ambitious project but very small team we have we have no choice but to be close otherwise it won't it won't work yeah and I think that particular vibe then resonated with the cast because um, they I, I hope that we made you feel like family yeah definitely as in that's how I felt like I felt like I was because <laughs> the mom was there during the shoot the mm. parents and we were in your tita's house but yeah so you know, relatives yeah, yeah as in like I felt like we were like an extended family ganon parang fiesta nga yung dami namin pagising mo good morning <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah it really helped with the yeah. film also yeah and, and I think that um, we're maintaining a good environment really um, was the top priority because it's gonna be it, it's, it's a hard film to pull off and as much as possible we want to keep the energies positive then um, now I, I was just, the, this whole time I'm just trying to like imagine what the finished product's gonna look like because I'm just really excited. Because um, when, when I watched the trailer, sorry to just sort of uh, switch subtopic a little bit, but yeah. I was I was trying to think of what it reminded me of, like when I was looking at the robots, and they reminded me of I realized um, the films of Neil Blomkamp, the guy who did District Nine. Yeah. Um, uh, Elysium and stuff like that. Lo-fi sci-fi. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, I guess in, in terms of, like, the influences specifically for the the production design and whatnot, like, what, where did you sort of draw inspiration from? Um, in terms of production design, we want, well, the, the biggest challenge for the film is to make a Filipino sci-fi. Like a sci-fi that when you see, ah, okay, that's a Filipino sci-fi. So, we, um, at, when we started post, uh, when we started production, during pre-production, we wanted to, as much as possible, pull as many influences. So, um, the robots in the film look like um, they are third world robots. Um, mm. A lot of them are parang junkyard, yeah. parang ukay-ukay robots. Yeah. Um, because in part of the world building is that um, the Philippines um, already adapted their robot technology, but a lot came from donations from 
partner countries like China and Russia. So um, a lot of the the, the, the robots in the, the world need to look need needed to look like that. Um, at the same time, in terms of production design, since we don't have a lot of budget, we we were very we tried to be smart about it. Like we at and during pre-prod, we storyboarded everything um, down to the costume, down to the detail. We want to make it as practical as as possible. Um, so so yeah. Uh, just to add to that, we were inspired by lo-fi sci-fi films like um, Chappie, like um, District 9. Um, but uh, we, we also purposely tried to veer away from them. Like, we want to make our own thing. Um, so, actually, it's surprising because in our social media, a lot of the netizens would comment, Uy, mukhang Chappie, mukhang yeah. Apex Legends, mukhang ganyan. But actually, when we look at all the comments, all of the references are... Um, foreign mm-hmm. sci-fi, mm, that's so that's right. the more that we got excited because I think it's now the right time to create Pinoy iconic mm. sci-fi characters, yes. and we believe wholeheartedly believe that Annie could be that one character that potentially can be iconic. Me Funko Pop na soon. Yes. Oh really? <laughs> Let's make it happen. Yes. Yeah. Ilakad natin yan. So speaking of uh, production design and costumes, how did you envision what? ended up as the costumes because future is so like we don't know what the future will hold like is there a specific parang um like aesthetic years na parang oh yeah. the 80s kind of 80s looking or yeah. something like that um i, I i'm not the best person to to answer that but because we have an entire we have a wardrobe team who, who did the visioning but um I guess one of the things that I want to put out there is that what's one of the things that I'm most proud about the film is that it's a collaboration of a lot of young artists. Um, one of which is a uh, our wardrobe team, which is composed of two people. And the way that they they envisioned it is that in the year 2050, there are obviously a lot of elements to consider climate change, a lot of factors. So the the outfit should already be practical at the same time the fr- the first priority is really on safety mm-hmm. so a lot of the influences when you look at the the costumes is is really to protect the body from all of those outdoor elements but at the same time they also consider the trends like as you know fashion it just keeps on repeating it just adds on um, a particular style lang pero it, it, it's pretty much the same thing so a lot of the influences in the in the film um we have uh Yon, parang, parang, parang ganun siya. Are there any more like fun anecdotes you'd like to share? Para mas ano naman yung discussion natin, light and not serious. <laughs> yeah, like was there any particular day maybe on shooting where maybe not as or you can answer his question or sorry, it's just like yeah. uh, tangentially. But uh, was there any day on set where it's sort of I guess for the actors, where it sort of clicked to you, na parang like I I get now like what, how to do this and what's going on. Uh, for my character, must I think must na must fully realize lang actually on the first take ng uh, first sequence. Like, uh, sure, because you're gonna still adjust to your directors. Uh, peding ito yung you're going for this. And then you're gonna uh, gonna tell you, pwedeng ano, konting pangineto. Ah, okay. So, nung first uh, first sequence, na gets ko na kung ano kung ano ako, kung sino ako. So yeah. Okay. Yeah, same. Like I prepared like I think three or four different like takes on the character, and then from the beginning, palang from the <clears throat> first scene that we shot in Bulacan, no? 
like it was already set na parang which one of those four characters that I I mean yeah characters I envisioned what which one they wanted so parang like it was clear naman from the beginning like how it how we should you know embody our characters were you guys given any specific like homework to to watch or read before yes. what, what did you guys get uh okay um okay i'm gonna say this before they gave us a couple of films for research then i watched uh Chappie. okay yeah. mm-hmm. that's that's what okay no first uh, i watched Chappie just before yung callbacks uh, I, I read something kasi sa Instagram nila before na parang tip don't act robotic so it has to be fluid so nag, nag, nag-research ulit ako okay hindi pwede yung sa 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 Sinumalaya audition Ay, hindi na pwede yun iba na dapat ang atake as okay. nung send nila yung mga pegs yan sila Iron Giant uh, mm, okay Real steel, uh, mga body, mga kid, yeah, ano, yeah, yeah. robot body. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, that's right. Yeah. But we also gave them other films and not really sci-fi. Okay. Mm-hmm. One of which is yung Spirit of the Beehive and uh, it's an old Spanish film. And then um, also yung First Day Killed by Father, Angelina Jolie. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, I watched that. Yeah, yeah. because... Um, uh, okay, okay. Because, yes, it. the film is sci-fi. There are typical sci-fi tropes or elements that are sci-fi but the core of of Annie is really the emotional journey of the kid so um puso pa din yung pinaka primary weapon nung not really but pinaka thing that we want the audience to really feel yeah because normally sci-fi when you think of sci-fi you tend to think of something cold something parang jargon driven but with us we want to create a Filipino sci-fi and we know that Filipino culture really um likes um Per emotional, really, puro heart-driven stories. Heartwarming. Heartwarming yeah. Yeah. Is there some sort of Baymax thing you were trying to do? Secret. Also? <laughs> yeah. okay. Secret. Papanawin na lang natin yan uh, next of week. Yeah. Of course. We're so excited for that. So, any other things before we move on to our break? I scrolled back and then I asked Kasetoni what film should I watch for yeah. my character specifically. So I'm like, I know. Like, thinking yeah. Billy Elliot, I watched that. Yeah. Oh, interesting. And Girl with All the Gifts, Rabbit Hole, and Kiko Boxing Arrow. But I was only able to watch Billy Elliot and Kiko, Kiko Boxing Arrow. Yeah. You know, what's, what's great about the cast is that they wholeheartedly parang but they, they gave it their all like even without us telling with even without us telling them they did the research but they already have a backstory of their characters even if limited lang yung information that we gave them and for us that's that's what great collaboration is all about like you always add to what the source material is giving you but make it your own and we're really 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 excited i mean just hearing about everything we've talked about in the last hour or so yeah or so i mean even germs and miguel here are, haven't seen it and are excited yeah, so yeah, we're gonna talk more about the details of the movie when we return from this break three-time grammy winning group pentatonics the world tour live in manila on february 8 2020 at the smart arena coliseum tickets on sale on august 3rd at ticketnet.com.ph or call 911-5555 presented by wilbros live hashtag ptx manila 2020 
And we are back here on Popcorn, your stop for all things pop. And we are still here with our extra special guests, the cast and crew of Annie and Emil, the master <laughs> yes, of Twitter. <laughs> so, final things you'd like to share about the movie before we head on to our last segment? Uh, okay, so from my end, um, I think we're just really excited for the people to watch it. Um, it's a project that we've been uh preparing for for the last two years so we're just excited for people to watch it and um i just want um the audience obviously the audience will watch the film because of the promise of the spectacle like they would go there because of the vfx and the robots but i'm 100 percent sure that they will leave the theater feeling all sorts of hashtag feelings um because the the core of the film is really the the journey of the boy and um it's ironic that Annie is a film about the future, but it's really a throwback. It's an ode to our childhood, the the, the days that we everything is possible and everything is uh is 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 in that space that everything is pure and and possible. Yeah. <laughs> you guys, if you guys have anything else to add, well, um, yeah, support us. Yeah. Um, the gala night is on August three. Yes. That's next Saturday. Nine p.m. Right. Nine p.m. At, the tickets are almost sold out. At CCP? Run yeah, and buy. So run, run, run away. And buy. Aside from the gala night, where can the people watch Annie in theaters once the Cinemalaya run is sure. up? Sure. So Annie um, and the rest of the Cinemalaya films will be showing starting August 2 to August 13. Uh, for the first week, that is August 3 to 11 it will be in um, the cultural center of the philippines and then starting august 7 to 13 it will be in different malls in metro manila as well as in naga legaspi bacolod iloilo davao pampanga so select ayala and vista malls I think that's Greenbelt, Glorieta, Trinoma, UB Town Center, Market Market, Evia, Evia, Evia Lifestyle Center in Alabang, and yes. CCP. And I also think you have a lot of merch out there. Yes. Given that this is a sci-fi film, of course, all fanboys and fangirls <laughs> need their merch. Like right here, we have the Annie Annie's. doll. Annie doll. <laughs> What Annie do you, Annie too. Annie too. It's, like Annie a, too. a keychain. It's a, it's a keychain. And I think this also has like a social enterprise attached to it, which is really interesting. Sure. Um, so this particular doll, uh, well, keychain, sorry. Um, it's made by a social enterprise called Karao Ventures. So they're based in Bicol. And one of the themes of the film is really about freedom and finding the courage within. So I'm, I'm happy to share that the artisans who made these are all from the Naga City Jail. So they are prison inmates, women prison inmates who, who who wanted to have a second chance in life. So in a way, the film is also supporting things that we strongly believe, believe in. So one of our ways in doing that is by providing opportunities, livelihood opportunities for communities like that. Yeah. And what other bridge do you have that people might want to buy okay so we also have our shirts our cool character shirts designed by tim de leon um as you can see um it's basically them except for miguel <laughs> because you can't see his face but that's his character um I so born like this yeah <laughs> so so we, aside from those shirts we also have other shirts that's found um on our facebook page um, we also have our year 2050 prequel comic book so if you want to learn more about the world of annie that you will not be seeing in the film you can purchase that comic book and what's exciting about that comic book is that the last chapter of the comic book is the first 
first scene in the film. Oh, so, and that hasn't been released at this point, It will be point, released right? by next week. By next week. So that will give you a sneak peek of, of, of uh, what will happen in the film. Yeah, and aside from that, we also have um, sticker sticker sets. We also have posters and, and other things. And by the way, the merch will also be available in CCP during Cinemalaya Week. So please go to the merch store on the fourth floor of CCP. And during our gala night, we'll, be, we'll have a table there where you can purchase merch. And can I just say, your posters are also nice. The graphics. There was even one for TRC. Yeah. And bumaga yung oh, photos ng costume nila, <laughs> essentially, for I don't care. Really fit the theme for Annie. So that's really nice. Go check their Facebook page. Where can they follow the Facebook and social media of you, you the movie? You can follow us on Annie the Harvest, Facebook, facebook.com slash Annie the Harvest. <laughs> We're also on Instagram and that's at Annie Harvest and Twitter Annie underscore the Harvest. Yeah, and then just to share, um, please do check out our social media accounts because there are a lot of behind the scenes and exclusives in the account, and there are a lot of content that is only available on Twitter or only available on Instagram. And for us as as fanboys, we know that we like to research and yes. we like to be involved in the world. So we we gave opportunities to the fans out there to really be part of Annie by doing your own investigation and looking at uh, exclusive contents in our social media and aside from the annie would you like to plug your other projects or your own social media accounts well yes please do follow the ransom collective yeah our song will be the theme song of the movie it's the first time our song was will our song will be used as a theme song of the film and we're so excited for that so yeah please do follow us the ransom collective at the ransom collective on instagram twitter the ransom c music and listen to our music on spotify their latest single i don't care is out now on apple music (laughs) spotify professional teaser this is my job (laughs) it's literally his job so So go listen to that i love that song uh miguel just follow me at uh instagram mjt valdez (laughs) follow me then jermaine lewis Uh, okay, uh, just just follow the Annie <laughs> Facebook pages, yeah. Okay, so before we end the show, as per usual, we have the pop stop, which is our pop culture recommendations and comments for the week. So, would you have anything that you'd like to recommend? Anyone can be related to sci-fi or anything that you'd like or you love. Sure, I, I'm gonna start. Um, for the past several weeks, I'm so into Lovecraftian. Ooh. Yeah, so. Well, for, for for future projects we're hoping to make one but uh, I would recommend definitely The Thing by John Carpenter um, it's uh, it's very impressive uh, in terms of how they were able to pull it off considering that it was made in 1970s 1980s yes I think so yeah, yeah it's on Netflix so do check it out oh uh, number one if you haven't watched Stranger Things watch it oh, man I still number haven't two. seen season three yeah. number two um I haven't. Uh, I I need to rewatch this to refresh. But um, there's something to point out also in this film. Uh, it's called Bronson. Uh, it's about uh, how do I say this? Uh, let's just say it's Tom Hardy's acting that got my attention to watch mm-hmm. that film. And if you're interested, 
uh, in acting or just film, watch it. He is creepy. <laughs> What's it about? Uh, I think, oh, uh, there's this, I think it's a true story. Mm-hmm. Uh, if it's not true story, then it's based on a true story. Basically, this guy is, uh, how do I say this? <laughs> Push. How do I say this? Uh, it's a period piece, isn't it? Or he loves attention, but he's not really good at anything. He uh, he got released from. I'm not sure if it's a psychiatric ward, but he got released because he's he's too dangerous. That they couldn't contain any of the. Uh, Facilities could not hold him. Don't want him in there. So they just, they just released him for being too dangerous. That bad. And this is a movie. Yeah, it's a movie called uh, Bronson. Okay. And germs. Since you all like recommended movies, I have to. You can recommend, you can recommend TV shows, have, music, I've, books. Oh, okay. Well, um, I watched this net uh this show on Netflix. This movie pala on Netflix. It's the same creator as the Spirit of the Way. It's called the Red Turtle. Oh yeah, no, yeah, that's that's a so that's nice. a great movie. Yeah, but, yeah, it's awesome. Like I just want to be a turtle. <laughs> <laughs> as your next a red turtle. As your next sci-fi movie, you're gonna make a turtle. We're gonna make a sci-fi version of Pong Pagong. And germs will be. That would be, be interesting. Great. That'd be great. Smoke up a little, yeah. yeah. Smoke up germs. Sinay matching. Anything else aside so, yeah, from that? Yeah. Well, I've been reading this book. I mean, it's not really on a woman, women who run with, with wolves. So, like, for all the women out there, you have to read this book. Or even the men. Is it a nonfiction? Or? Um, it's, it's like a bunch of, like, short stories. Oh, and okay. it, ex- it explains the, how, like, women are run with wolves. Run. <laughs> run. <laughs> and Emil. Oh, okay. Uh... I have like a lot of things in my head. Uh, I was supposed to watch Midsummer today, which it just came out today. It's Ari Aster's new horror film he directed. I'm super excited for that. Like I, because I haven't seen it, I I feel like I can't like rightfully say you should watch it because it's good. But I think it's it's just exciting because he's like this auteur talaga and like he he's really messed up. So like you should check that out. I guess support him, support the R18 version because it's his actual. In Ayala Malls. Well, in in and most malls. malls, yeah. Sorry, SM. Um, and then apart from that, I've been watching a surprisingly very good young adult drama called Good Trouble, which is a spin-off of this show called The Fosters. Um, is that the one by Jennifer Lopez? Yes, yes. She she produced it. Yeah. So that's really good. And coming out this weekend, not sponsored at all, but coming out this weekend is the last season of my favorite Netflix drama, which is Orange Is the New Black. Uh, which and I'm just. I'm so on edge for how it's gonna end because you know I watched Game of Thrones and I didn't like how that ended. So we're all just like we have a two-hour, we, we have a really long about that. Yeah, with the LUs on. If you want to hear us, just episode like two, be completely incoherent about Game of Thrones. But yeah, so check that out also this weekend. Yeah, for me, it's a good two things. One, Netflix also Queer Eye season four just came oh, yeah. out. Oh my gosh, I cried so much. Yeah, that first episode. I only watched season I episode one palang of season four, and that was really nice. I mean a tribute to teachers yeah. and you should go watch it I'm not gonna spoil if there's anything to spoil but that was really nice just to see a tribute to teachers because teachers really you know shaped us all to be who we are now so hello to all my teachers if you're listening to this 
this is queer. <laughs> just kidding. And next, um, the Lion King uh, movie came out last week. The live action. I'm not gonna recommend that, but I'm gonna recommend the nice. um, album, The Gift. Oh, the Lion King, okay, The Gift. Okay. It's a Beyonce, kind of like a Beyonce or... album. Yeah. Mostly like. 80% Beyonce. It's, and it's, it's like how Black Panther had. Yeah, it's kind of like Black how Black Panther. Panther. It's not on Spotify. Yeah, it's amazing. Better than the movie. <laughs> I mean, the movie was. I didn't like it, so. I didn't like <laughs> don't, it. Either. Don't look for sport here. But. Yeah. So. Sorry. Better than the movie, go listen to The Lion King, The Gift by Beyonce. The way it um, ties itself to the parts of the movie is also really nice. So go listen to that. So that is it for our pop stop for the week and our popcorn for the week. Thank you so much, Annie, the Harvest cast and crew, Tony, Miguel, and Germs for being here, and Paolo, who is their PR camera yes. specialist. So thank you so much for being here. We're so happy you, thank you. you accepted our invitation and also we're super excited to see the film next week. Oh no, for sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah let's have another mini sode. Let's do yeah. it. So thank you guys again for tuning in to Popcorn. Of course, we are on social media, like our new Facebook page. That's Popcorn with Cholo Sidarian, at Popcorn with Cholo, or at Popcorn W Cholo. Also on Instagram and Twitter. Of course, to listen back to all our previous episodes, go listen on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and YouTube, and wherever podcasts are streamed. And thank you again to everyone who made us new and noteworthy this week on Yay. Apple Podcasts. Keep on liking and subscribing. And thank you, Rajo Katipunan, as always. So that Thanks, has been our popcorn episode for this week. Go and see Annie, The Harvest, and Cinema Lion 2019. Goodbye. <laughs> Thank you.